Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las podcast. Shining at the end of every day. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 500, recorded from the Defont Laurie Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary. Joined as always by my co-host and my cousin Mike down in Florida. How you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well. How you doing, buddy? Happy 500. Yeah, happy happy 500. It's been a long time, almost 10 years. I was going back looking at uh, the episodes this morning, seeing when we switched over. We switched over from Por Favor podcast in like February of 2019. So we've been almost half a month time uh as wdw beyond the gates as we have been poor for more podcasts so it's quite a journey we've been on i can't believe almost can you years. believe people would ask the name of our podcast and we, you would tell them it's the poor for more podcast the poor for more podcast that was very stupid wasn't it oh is it, it was... in Spanish? and we did it for that long for a long time it came up as like it was like in all like the spanish speaking <laughs> yeah exactly like the algorithm threw it out to the hispanic community yeah it didn't didn't really help with our uh our audience build no it's almost like we are a new a new podcast that's true what's happening you excited did what'd you do to prepare were you taking like an ice bath and drinking carrot juice and stuff today like yeah yeah, mentally ready yeah yeah it's probably the most uh, cucumbers over my eyes after we played golf today that's good how that helps does yeah it certainly helps yeah you guys won the quota game today no thanks to me. No, you didn't help too oh, much. Oh, I was so bad. It was the worst I played in months. Oh, that's not good. And you didn't play for a few months, so that's pretty bad. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was it was bad. I had like that's three pars. That's not bad. No, oh, but no, it was you know, it was bad. I mean, if you made three pars and fifteen bogeys, you wouldn't be that upset. That's like yeah. an eighty seven. That's a serviceable yeah, no, eighty seven. Yeah, that didn't happen. And not fifteen bogeys though. What else is new? We got we got a lot of people in the waiting room here. Does that make You're you nervous? A, I mean, I don't even know if they want to jump on. I mean, they've you've gotten them. The M and M's has requested. <laughs> yes, we did have the riders come in. They're in the everybody. green room. I don't. I don't see them wanting to come in anytime soon. No, that's true. I figured we wouldn't do any breaks. We're just going to talk, talk to some of our uh, our fe- our favorite people, people that have been on the show, people that haven't. Just popping in. If you're watching live and you want to. There's no uh, brown M and M's in the no, green room, FYI. No brown. Were they supposed to be? 
That's what we don't. It was on the. I mean, it was on his request. We got it right. But uh, yeah, I mean, we have some people that some familiar voices and some new voices and faces that you'll see in here. But like I said, if you're watching live on YouTube or Facebook, uh, leave a comment for us, and we will. Uh, we could send you a link if you want to come on and pop in and say hello. But I guess um, might as well just bring some people on right now. We got a few people in here. Like our little game show. Let's stop bringing people yeah. in here. You want to bring them all in? Look at this. Look at this cadre. Everyone's <laughs> muted, though. I got to unmute everybody. Except for Schaefer. Oh, at, He's the only one that's Schaefer not. down there in the Brady Bunch group. He's got his, I was like, gonna say everybody's his work clothes on. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I think Schaefer's bringing the, bring, bringing the audio quality down. Yeah, that's true as well. We got, we got a lot of echo coming out of East Lansing, Michigan. Well, if it's like anything, like whenever he joins us, his laptop usually dies in about yeah, that's 10 minutes point. anyway. So he'll be, you'll see him leaving shortly. I might, I just muted him, so that's, that's good. I think that saves it. We have uh, Zach joining us once again. Long time no talk. Zach, how you yeah, been? Yeah, right. I'm doing good. Oh, good. that studio's nice. Yeah, I took over my wife's office. There you go. <laughs> we have uh, Angry Newfield Jr. with us. Happy 500th, boys. Thank you, sir. How are you doing today? Not too bad. A little warm up here in the little room, yeah, isn't it? I was going to say, enjoying <laughs> the warm weather. Everyone out on the water again. Yeah, it was delightful. I'm sure. We have... Uh, we have Tony with us. I think he may have muted himself. There he is. What's going on, Tony? Hey, I, I, I'm honored. I feel honored. Except I noticed Zach has an Ohio State shirt on. And we'll have to discuss that later. So. Yeah, I don't know. Something. I think Schaefer's on you. I just unmuted you again. So I might have to bump Schaefer out. You want to say anything before I get ready? <laughs> He's getting off the show. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's crap. Up. I can't have him on here ruining number this 500. This is beautiful. I can have I can hear in his background. Yeah, I think that's from I mean with all the with with all the tax dollars that's going to that East Lansing Fire Department, could we not maybe get a camera and a road microphone for crying out loud? Yeah. Can you put that in the budget? In the union go on strike for it. <laughs> <laughs> Schaefer. Let's get yourself a microphone and some nice headphones. Yeah, I got nothing to do. I don't have to play golf anymore. I'll walk out there with you. <laughs> well, thank you for trying, Mike. If you uh, get a better audio quality, you could pop back in. But I'm I'm getting rid of you for now, bud. Sorry. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea what he's saying. He's gone. Uh, he got <laughs> what do you want me to do? You want to keep him on, Mike? I don't know. I just booted him. <laughs> Oh. He hasn't been I on the show in months. You just XO. <laughs> you want it? You got your thirty in. seconds. You're out. He's been waiting for this day. Uh, <laughs> just end it. Just ruined his I mean, week. He, he it's like the day it. that we finally get advertisers on, and you're throwing them off. I can't hear you. Get lost. <laughs> oh, was Mike from Michigan our our big advertiser? Yeah. We have Luke uh, also joining us. I don't know. Is he popping in on stage or is he just going to be in the background, Phil? That's totally your call. Well, if he wants to come in, we could talk to him. We'll bring him in when we talk uh, a little more DVC. But I think Mike wanted to talk um, some cruise line, I believe. Right, Mike? That was one of your one of your big topics. We have uh, Zach is no longer 
a Disney Parks <laughs> fan. He's just a, exclusively a cruise guy now. So Mike wants to get uh, some of your opinion on the cruising. So why don't you go ahead and uh, yeah, talk about it. that? But, so how many cruises have you been on total? Because I remember you were virgin like up until so, two years ago, right? Yeah, we. I've been on um, eight now. Eight, yeah. In the Caribbean, didn't you? Did you recently yeah, so do an did, Alaska? No, I got Alaska coming up in September. It's like first week of September, last week August, something like that. I think it's first week of September, but yeah. And then uh, what else we got? We we just booked a couple other ones. We're going on one in end of April or no beginning of April. We're going on one, and then. Uh, we're also going to the new island uh, first week of July, uh, Lighthouse Point, and then we got Alaska, and then next year we're booked for March for the Treasure, the, the new one. New ship. It's 11 cruises. I don't want to say he knows what a spleen goes for in the open market, but someone's been <laughs> harvesting organs. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what we've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it's talking about selling spleens. You only go concierge now, is that correct? Yeah, it's it's it changed a lot of things doing that the one time. So and I need I have to know like, I need to know about this because every time we price a cruise out, well, like there's no way I'm paying concierge. It it's just it's different. Um, so the last one we went on, um, we boarded the boat. And they have like a special lunch for like the concierge people in one of the restaurants. And we were waiting in line to get into the lunch. And we hear somebody start yelling our names. And we're like, what the heck? And we turned around. And it was one of the concierge people from like the cruise we were on a year ago <laughs> that they remembered us. So it's like oh, that boy. doesn't happen, I guess, anywhere else. No, not normally. It's just, I mean, it, it, the stuff that they, I mean, the, the drinks are just, I mean, the drinks are the drinks. But, um, yeah, just the service that you get. Um, one, one time we had to talk to, we would have needed to talk to, like, guest services, port excursions, and somebody else, which they all have, like, five, ten-minute waits, 15-minute waits to get in line to talk to those people on the boat. But in concierge, you just walk right up to the concierge lounge and they're like, yeah, we can help you with everything right now. So we say 45 minutes just by talking to one person rather than everybody. So have you converted all your travel budget to cruising away from the parks now, more or less? I, so I was talking to my wife the other day. I've been in the parks. We, we normally would, would be in the parks like two, three weeks a year. I think I, we were in him for three days this year <laughs> and it was like the day before getting on a cruise ship or the day after getting on a cruise ship type of thing. That's crazy. Just a total 180. Complete 180. Cause you weren't even a cruise guy before that, right? No. I mean, the fir first one we went on was in 2021. And, and I mean, that's the first time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, have you been on a cruise, Tony? No, I have a question for Zach, yeah. actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, but um, have you ever been on 
done concierge on another cruise line i have not no i've actually never okay. even been on another cruise line okay because i was wondering if you noticed yeah. the difference okay yeah yeah so i've only ever been on a Disney okay. cruise okay i was you just telling tony you said you're a teacher right yeah yeah you're raising your hand you just could butt in with us you don't have to <laughs> well, be so i know polite. i can but i don't i i in in a former life i was on a show and I always butted in, so I don't want to butt in. I want to yeah. do that to, 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 to that guy. But um, okay, yeah, I was. I'm jealous of your all your cruises, Zach. We <laughs> want to go on one in what are we? The the dates that just popped out for um, early 2025. Um, my school district yep. gets off that President's Week. Yeah, and so that's a good time. I'm in Northern California. It's cold, relatively speaking, up here, and so I want to go back to the warmth and um. I looked at those and I have an idea of one, but I'm trying to do one of those uh, DVC point swaps things, yeah. but I haven't figured out whether I really have the points, but um, yeah, I want to do the, one of the Bahamas ones. Yeah. I haven't figured out, well, I mean, I figured out that using points for cruises isn't a good deal, but if you can rent your points and then use well, those monies, so use the money to, I, I don't know if they have a financial relationship with you guys or not, but you know, yep. the one, the, the DVC rental store has their mm -hmm. thing where mm -hmm. they'll take your points. And I'm trying to do that for that cruise. But I looked at my points and realized I might not have the points I thought I did. So, <laughs> because I thought I, I didn't realize. That's because I, I got your number and I'm starting a book under your, yeah, under your DVC yeah. number instead of yeah, mine. That's what I did it. <laughs> You're looking right. forward to that three bedroom grand villa on your points, yeah, Tony. Yeah, Thank exactly. you. I don't have that many points. <laughs> this was my version of Paola. I gave him nine yeah. so I could get on a show. <laughs> we will take, we will accept that version <laughs> of Paola anytime. <laughs> yeah. So I don't um, even have to be nine. <laughs> no, I got a, I got a resale contract and then I went, there's, I can't get to not, I'm never going to be able to use nine points. I looked at every mm -hmm. I called. You were my last choice, Mike. My last choice. <laughs> Tried to make money off of them. It's like, is there anything else I could do? I was like, you know what? I know he's a local guy. He gets like I'm everybody's last choice, aren't I, Gary? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't. You tried say to get it. your kids on the show before they could yeah. even speak and they declined. Yeah, exactly. They're just gonna go to waste. I didn't realize it. So I was like, okay, who's local? Use it or lose it. Mike just stepped yeah. up to the plate. I took one for the team parts. We appreciate it. Thank you again. Yeah, nothing personal, Gary, but I went, he lives there, and I, learned, I was like, he can use it. So it wasn't yeah. against you specifically. That's okay. I I, I accept that. I was so technically, scared. Mike was the second to last choice, Gary. You were the <laughs> yeah, last right. choice. <laughs> yep. Yeah, if Mike happened to be busy in September, he would have emailed me. But and that's what sucks about going on cruises as a teacher is I've got to go highest price ever because it's when everybody right, else goes. Week is. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want kids to be on the ship because I want to get away from kids, but they're going to oh, be on the yeah. ship. Oh, yeah. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> Even though I know it's – I always think of whenever Mike's talking about how much he hates kids. <laughs> well, that, that's the nice thing about the, the private I'm island. that open on the podcast, huh? <laughs> I, I figured it out. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they pay my bills. They, they, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. Oh, yeah, that's, Mike that's... hates kids. <laughs> he Turning hates kids next in general. Sticker. There's specific kids he likes, but in general, he doesn't like kids. He's I always remember been good the show. To my kids. 
Huh? I remember the show where he talked about wanting to like kick him under in in the in the spa or and I every time he's talking about wanting to do things like on the down low for kids that are being bad, I'm always like, God, I wish I could do that. But I so actually think Tony might be referring to my comment that I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It, it, I think I think that was Sorry. me. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the world. The it was the other angry guy. The, yeah, the, the hot tub <laughs> in Grand California. Oh that yes, was me. that one. I'm with you. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> Two kids playing full contact water polo in the hot yeah, tub. No. No. I think the biggest see, thing went... is Michael have an intrusive thought, and he'll just say it. Where most people are like, I probably shouldn't yeah. say that in mixed company, but Mike doesn't have that filter. He doesn't hesitate. Well, Did you ever hear the story? If I saw well, kids, say? I wouldn't go in. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. We usually, yeah. What story, Mike? Uh, at Typhoon Lagoon. I'm sure you've told it, but I don't remember. I was, I was, I was getting my ass grabbed by a but like an eight year old boy. <laughs> oh, you, yeah. And we're we're going up the stairs on a slide, and I think it's Kristen. And I just Luke keep, is I, laughing right now. We're about to lose our family friendly rating any second. And I, here. I kind of want to pop him in just because he's losing his mind right now. There he is. Just there you go, Mike. You can filter your story. So I find I finally told her, I go, will you knock it off? And she's like, it's not me. I'm like, then who is it? And like, I turned around right when he was about to grab it. And, and I was, it was a nine year old kid. He kept, I don't know what the, what was going on or it was a whole, whole right. Walk up the slide. That's very interesting. Hey, it's better than it being the other way around parts. We oh well, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. It was Only very cost me very three bizarre. bucks and a Mickey bar to get that kid to do that. Has it ever? Did, that's yeah. never happened. I assume to you guys. No, I don't think that's super common. Absolutely it's not. not. Common. <laughs> okay. No, I just heard you start talking about that. And I just see Luke in the bottom corner laughing his head <laughs> off. I need to get him in there to see that. Feels like oh, I regret this decision having him come on and listen to this. Uh, there's no, there's no bleep button on a live broadcast. Phil, just be aware we can't add in the bleeps live. But Mike, are you concerned at all uh, with your cruise scheduled no. that you could fall into Zach's pattern? I don't. The only concern I have is like where we're going. And this is like the way to see these European countries. Like, it's going to be so nice to just get off in Naples and have pizza and some great food and then just jump right back on the ship eight hours later. That's what my concern is that's going to hook me. Because I'm not a whole Caribbean fan because, I don't know, I'm not a snob, but I have Florida right here. But there's a lot of destinations that I want to go on. Now, you kill people when they come from the Northeast and they say, I don't want to eat Italian in Disney because they have good Italian at home. And now you're saying you don't want to go to the Caribbean because you have good Caribbean in Florida. That that is correct. Well, you're just a hypocrite. Because we have good weather. No, we have good weather here. I want to keep that on the record that you're a hypocrite. We have good weather here is what I'm saying. Okay. Fair enough. I'm stuck on two statements. First of all, Mike's saying he's not concerned that if he sees concierge he's going to go back and we all know that's a lie oh, oh i'm not even talking about concierge i'm just talking about cruising in general because he's never done a cruise and that was like the uh, gateway drug for zach he did one cruise yeah. and now he's all in right but yeah, we started with him. never going to join dvc now he's stalking the contracts then it was he's never going to go to europe and now this is the best way to see europe it, I, I can see the way this is going you're you're doing an ABD before, aren't you? Or after? We're doing an ABD. Before? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, so you're, I mean, you're all in. Yeah, oh, yeah, done. yeah. We're doing. Yeah, we. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a little ABD Barcelona parts. Yeah. 
He's going to be like, Tony, he's going to be talking to Susie. Hey, should we rent our points this year so we can do another cruise? Pay for another cruise and another adventure by Disney? You need a lot of points for for that. Oh, those adventure by Disney things are ridiculously expensive. Oh, yeah. What I want to do the uh, the around the world one. Did you look at that, Zach? Yeah, the, it's like whatever. $129,000. Like $129,000. That's beautiful. It's a bargain. Twenty-five days. Yeah, but you get flown on your own airplane. Get you're on. You're flying private. You stay. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's beautiful. It's another thing that's not worth it, but it's so tempting, isn't it? Yeah, but if you got one hundred twenty-nine thousand dollars to drop on something like that, you don't care if it's worth it or not. You're exactly because, like we've said, nothing's worth it. Spend fifty thousand dollars for a hotel room. Try explaining (laughs) that to non-Disney lunatics. Well, we must have clicked on something, though, because I think we were all trading photos back and forth about a week and a half ago. They were trying to sell us all a house in Golden Oak. Thank you. I was wondering why I got that. Yeah, we all got it. We figured if we pooled the money for everybody that listened to the podcast, maybe we could, I don't know, pay the gardener. Yeah. You think the DVC people would have filtered by like contract size? Like, yeah, this guy only has 160 points. He's not gonna. He's not in the market for Golden Oaks. But if you have like the Pete Werner 3,000 points, then maybe like (laughs) not Jerry would have passed the credit check on that one. No, it doesn't sound like it. But that's that's another. Say that name, I laugh. (laughs) Just opened up the can. (laughs) Doesn't that name make you laugh, Zach? I can't believe I took a picture with that guy. <laughs> Weren't you the one that was like butting cigarettes <laughs> off, bumming cigarettes off him outside the uh, contemporary back in the day? Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and he was way behind the news feed because about two weeks later, he goes, he messages me. Did you hear about Pete Warner? <laughs> like, I, was, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's how engage I again. That. I missed that. Mike, I'm sure you didn't mind rehaving that conversation, though, did you? <laughs> no. Every chance he gets. I just enjoy that. That thing is so messed up. You know what's very funny, though, is I was going through our old uh, our Facebook page looking at all the photos, trying to get some pictures for the intro I did. And there's a lot of pictures of you taking a picture of your TV with Pete Werner on it. <laughs> just in, in your studio. <laughs> You just see it's just like him in different poses, like eight days in a row or something. <laughs> it's Peter. I was going to sneak one into the intro, but I thought that might be a little uh, distasteful. To say the least. When has that ever stopped you? Yeah, that's a good point. It's one thing to talk about. It's another thing to put a picture up. Oh, just such a dirtbag. And it's not surprising. He's the least surprising dirtbag of all time, isn't he? Like there was nobody that looked at that news story and went, "I did not see this coming." That's a shocker. <laughs> yeah. I lived next door to him. He was a great guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've told no. you that was what hooked me on the podcast. <laughs> He's yeah, picture. you have told mentioned that. Yeah, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> he, is he wearing sunglasses and also has sunglasses yeah, on his jacket around his around his shirt? Yep. Kind of. That's kind of baller. I like incredible. that. I like that. Wearing sunglasses <laughs> and an extra pair hanging on the front of the shirt. That's pretty good. And does and he each keep his, does he keep in the between smokes in his front pocket? Uh, no. You ever notice no. smokers always have a front pocket? Mm. Like I don't have many shirts that have a front pocket. 
you know those sunglasses are like four figures too. He's not wearing any yeah. shady rays for fifty four dollars like me. He's got he's, he's got Gucci's. yeah those are Dolce Gabbana or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just put it on the corporate card parts. <laughs> Figure it out okay. later. What's another six hundred on eight hundred k? So everyone here is a DVC person. Zach doesn't use his points anymore. He just rents no, them out we, to pay for cruising. My mom was saying something to us the other day about how we got so much like sitting there. It's like, are you guys going to use them? <laughs> What's your use here? Uh, October. Yeah. He was you don't have any that wasn't. going to waste. You, you, you've got them all. No, we, we got them all. Uh, we have some banked, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to do something like all out, or you think you're just going to kind of rent them? I don't know. Probably, I, I would see us just doing something going all out. Like do you two, not two, like two. the parks anymore, or you're just so I, big on cruises? I, I, I miss the parks a little bit, just because yeah. um, I was thinking about it. It's like I haven't been to like certain parks in like over a year. Like Animal Kingdom, I haven't been in over a year. Um. But I miss like all the restaurants and stuff just because we're not there enough. It's like if I'm yeah. there, I'm there for one night and we get something easy. But yeah, I miss a lot of the restaurants and stuff there. I don't miss when I'm not there for a while, I don't miss the parks. I miss just being on property mm-hmm. and like being in different areas and just getting that feeling of being there. Mm-hmm. So that would be probably what, but I guess you get that sort of feeling on the cruise you say it, it like the cruise line has know. a customer service that disney yep. had in the like the they 90s. used to yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah tony are you a cruise guy so i was yeah and then kind of took a break and went um my uh it's weird when you're my age and you say girlfriend but well let's just call her fiance my fiance had never been on a cruise and I said, we need to, you need to go on a cruise. This was this summer. She ended up getting COVID on the cruise and doesn't remember any of it. I didn't get no, it. She... Somehow I was immune. But um, anyway, so she doesn't remember any of it. We, we did like the SoCal one because I wanted to go on a cruise to Alaska. So that was a practice. Like, oh, can you handle a cruise, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, But now we're trying to do it again. We're going to do a celebrity in a couple of, in November, Thanksgiving. And then my plan is February to do, I didn't want to do Disney because the price, but then I'm like, I like all you, you guys, but I love Disney so much. And I've been on a Disney cruise and I go, I know yeah. it's more expensive, but I want that. Right. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So February, we want to do 25, February 25 Disney cruise. And then that summer, Alaska. And then we wouldn't be using our points because we wouldn't be flying out from California to Disney World because we'd be going there. So those are my next two fingers crossed. That, nice. That I do. But yeah, the Disney Disney cruise is just so much. It's that feeling like uh, Zach said, you just get that that high quality feeling. It's not the same mm-hmm. as like Royal Caribbean. It's, it, when I went on, it's like, oh, it's not Disney. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, what is Disney? Like I know Zach Zach explained it great. He said it was a service that you used to get in Orlando back in the early nineties, which totally clicked. But like what to you sets Disney apart from the other cruise lines? So what I love about Disney is I'm okay with 
I always told people I liked asphalt vacation vacations. I don't mind. I do Vegas. too. Yeah, Vegas. I don't mind um, Disney because I'm okay with you plan this to make me happy. And I'm okay with that. And I feel like on the Disney cruise, you can tell they planned it to make me happy. Where Royal Caribbean, they kind of did, but it's just not as good. It's like a B version of what Disney does. And it might just even be the characters walking around, but just everything is not to just piggyback on what Zach said, but it's what it used to be. Why everybody fell in love with Disney is still there on the cruise line. So it's just that feel just like you have with the resorts. It's a floating resort. It's a floating DC right. resort. Yeah. Yep. And the food's phenomenal. Yep. It, I think it's as good as you can get on a cruise out of all the cruises. I mean, that's kind of a qualified statement, though. Is, is the <laughs> food phenomenal, or is it just the best cruise food you've had? Uh, well, he's only done Disney cruises, so it's hard to say. But it, it seems, I mean, it seems it's, like it's people good. like the. I I haven't had anything that it's like, oh, that wasn't good. Did like you their do any signature of the dining? Seems to be pretty high end on those cruises. So we we've done we did Palo Steakhouse on the Wish. How was that? And it's as good of a steak as you can get anywhere. Okay. So would you equate the meals to, you know, chain restaurant, really good Disney sit down or Disney signature restaurant on property? I mean, if you had to, I'm just trying to figure out where you're qualified. It's as good as you can I, get on a cruise I, statement. I would say it's really good Disney sit down. Okay. It's not, it's not signature. Now, if you go to like Palo, it's signature. I mean, that's, but that sounds like it's signature plus. It, it really is. I mean, you, and the thing is, is it's not, you, you pay, you have to pay extra for it, but it's not overly like, you're not like, oh my gosh, I'd really just spend $150 on that meal. But if you would go to like, like, a, I don't know what's down by you guys, but like a Hyde Park, something like one of those top end steakhouses where for two people, it's 300 bucks for two people at Palo is like 120 bucks. Oh heck! I could drop four or five bills at a Ruth's Chris without even blinking. Exactly, exactly. But you did already pay for the ship. True, true. Yeah, yeah. But that yeah, money's that's... already been spent. It doesn't hurt as bad when you drop yeah, a fucking a quarter on it. True. How how else can I waste some more money, right? Well, that's the thing with you, Mike. Going on that European one, you're like prepaying for all the food on the ship and then your biggest thing is you want to eat in all these different places which to. i totally understand but like a big part of what you're paying for is not being utilized and it's still worth it because that's a once in a lifetime opportunity i don't blame you. i would do the same exact thing i but, think you still having breakfast you're having dinner on the cruise because then you're getting back on by like five o'clock at night so yeah and like i could see doing like a Caribbean cruise where you don't even get off at a port and stay on and just hang out and do the pool and, and eat and do all that stuff. But yeah, if you're doing the Europe one, you got to go experience those, those countries. If you've never been especially now, Phil, you're not a cruise guy, right? You said any boat you have to be driving it. Yeah. I mean, I spend my entire day on the water. The last thing I want to do on a vacation is go on a boat, regardless of who's driving it. You know, yeah. I actually like what Tony said, asphalt vacation. Everyone asks, you know, why why do you go to these places on vacation? Let's see, I, I live in a beach town. I drive by the beach every day. 
constantly hauling boats off the beach. I drive a boat. I run a boat company. I want to go somewhere that's as far away from the water as possible. <laughs> Give me that asphalt vacation, which actually makes me think maybe the next time we all go out together, we need to start dropping some ABD hints to the wives. I could see this maybe being oh, a fun we group put vacation. Nice WDW yeah. Beyond the Game podcast, <laughs> ABD. I- the I don't think I'm in the same tax bracket as you guys. That 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 makes me start shaking just thinking about the ABD stuff. No, you're just responsible. We're in the same tax bracket. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. fiscal responsibility. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's part of it. The the California one's intriguing to me. It's very intriguing. Yeah, talk about the the walking in Walt's footsteps. Yeah, Disneyland stood. That yeah, looks three or four days. Good. One. Yeah. yeah. Well, for like a double occupancy, what is that like? Six grand think, or something? I think it's more like four or five. Oh, that's a bargain then. Yeah, for two people. You say it. That's what we're gonna tell our wives, Gary. Yeah, that's what yeah. we're gonna tell them. Bargain. Gary said it's a bargain. It's a bargain. <laughs> no, no, no. Zach said it's a bargain. <laughs> You'd be stupid. You'd be stupid not to do it. <laughs> I don't know if that line's gonna fly. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. We've already so, gotten you on the DVC bandwagon for wasteful spending. I mean, you're on board. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, I mean, every time Mike and I talk, just the two of us, he's he asks me when my next contract is. Well, no, you actually say when is our next contract as a collective, like you and I. You're right. Both of us. It's going to be like an arms race. This is like the Cold War, Russia. It, 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 to- it totally is. Right now, I'm ahead by 10 points. Mike's trying to, you know, counterattack. He's going to send me a screenshot of an offer on a 25-pointer soon. Then I'm going to have to come back with like a 40-pointer. It's going to go back and forth. This is what That's was known the in the Cold like, War mutually my... assured destruction. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, mutually assured destruction. That's good. It, is anybody interested in the new poly one when it goes for sale? Yeah. 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 See, well, I'm, I'm I own like two poly contracts, so yeah. it's extremely important to me how that goes. Oh, how it, if how it falls under like, the yeah. same association, then I'm probably in for another 50 or 75 points if it goes to its own association then i might dump those two contracts and pour it into a condo down there and just go a different direction yeah that's gonna be i mean there's they're very tight-lipped on that there has been no Mm -hmm. no even hints if it's gonna be a new association or not i am hopeful that in december when a few of us attend this meeting maybe we get a little word on that yeah my biggest thing uh, is that I'm in I'm in Mike's school of thought. It doesn't make sense that they would fold it into the poly. I know you could come up with reasons why they might do it, but I think there's more reasons for them not to. And this is that's just an outsider hunch kind of view. I have no idea one way or the other. Obviously, I don't know what they're going to do. No one really knows for sure, but it makes more sense. In- yeah. Like wh- the only benefit to folding it in is creating two and three bedrooms for people who already have contracts, which is good for the contract owners, but that doesn't really benefit Disney. But there's no, or there's not many studios in this new building, right? If yeah, they've got is- studios, I mean, I could give you probably five or six points that I think would benefit Disney for keeping at the same association, but they yeah. desperately want those resale restrictions. That's the mm-hmm. one big thing that's going to push them in that direction. But I could, yeah, I mean, I could easily come up with five or six reasons where it would theoretically be a better option for all involved to keep it on the same association, but they lose the resale restrictions. Yeah, that's a big thing. 
for sure. Yeah, I don't What's know. What's the big I mean, advantage to Disney to not have? To, I understand why they have re resale restrictions, but what do they get out of it? Because it's not like it, they're giving us anything anymore. I think it's their opportunity to buy it back. Okay. They can buy it back with a better chance of them reselling it for more money. Okay. And the resale market exploded in the last five to 10 years, and they really desperately want to try and cap that as best they can because they're losing their opportunity there. Yeah, okay. I mean, makes sense for them to sell the same contract twice. I mean, mm -hmm. that's a beautiful thing for them. Yeah, I mean, Riviera is going for like 160 right now, and then they turn around and sell it direct at, you know, 217, 227, whatever it's at now. Do you guys see there's already a uh, Disneyland Tower I resale did. up? This... Yeah, that's crazy. How does that happen? Out of curiosity, like, what, what do you think the back, like, they just, the husband signed the contract and the wife finally found you, out? You, and we were like, talking about that, that because you would think, like, I mean, they started selling these like a month ago. So you would think that if you, if you're going to get divorced, you were already kind of in the process where you're not going <laughs> to yeah. spend $30,000. So it's like, yeah. you know, like how. <laughs> Unless you know. didn't know that the papers were incoming. How, how big was the contract? I saw it for sale. It was, uh, I 150, I believe. Right, Phil? Yeah, I think that sounds right. 125 or 150 is what's sticking in my head. That, that You know, that's a sizable investment there. Yeah. So we have a We have a question from the comments. I can uh, show it up here. Jim Lundenberger says, have any of you rented points before? Um, I have. I, I rented points last summer, whatever, 2021. Is he asking if we've rented or if we've rented them to people? Oh, that's a good point. Have we rented to use or sold our points as rentals? I have not sold points as a rental. I have rented someone else's points mm -hmm. and stayed Animal Kingdom. I did that Uh in july of 21 to use yeah so i did do that um it was a little nerve-wracking for the first time because there's like a lot of mumbo jumbo on those websites where like well once you do this you yeah. can't change anything and then obviously there's like the one out of a million horror story where like well the person modified the reservation after i paid all the money and then i lost some like i don't know if that would ever happen on the reputable sites that's more of a right you know if i went to phil and and said all right book me a reservation and you show me a confirmation number and then i venmo you you know twenty four hundred dollars then you cancel it after you get the money like there's no recourse for me at that point if it's just the two of us doing it you know what i mean at least with a with a reputable site involved um it could be you know, there's probably assurances against that, but I had no issues that I got the confirmation number. I linked it to my Disney experience, Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, Kidani, few nights. I think I ended up paying like 175 per night was the the conversion rate, which is not, no, it was a little more. I, I'm sorry, it was like two two thirty five a night, but still, that's that's still yeah. crazy. It was almost the exact same uh per night rate that i paid for port orleans with a <laughs> discount that's when they were given the disney plus discount at port orleans so mike had booked it for me and uh i wake up first discount. thing in the morning and, and i'm getting you got it i got a text from you i'm going yeah. through my emails i'm like oh this thing just came out hot off the press this morning yeah 
So like it it was all because I did a split and they were both five four nights or whatever. I grew there for eight nights and they were each fifteen hundred dollars basically. So whatever that math comes out to. Uh, yeah, it was it was worth it. It wasn't too bad. Um, Jim says he's not DVC, but he wants to stay at Wilderness Lodge. Um, that's probably going to be your most economical option to stay there is renting points. That being said, it's not always easy. If you go in, especially at Wilderness Lodge or some of the ones that are harder to book, it seems like it's not as easy to get a reservation. Like that was one of the things we did when we were booking it on those sites. You have to put in like first choice, second choice, third choice. And then they'll come back with you and like, well, this is booked up. We couldn't get this, but we had someone that could rent, you know, this one, does it look good? And then you, you know, you go from there. So it's not quite as easy as uh, doing it like paying rack rate, but it's, it's definitely a good trade-off because you save quite a yeah. bit of money uh, doing it that way. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a good deal. We had a dedicated reservation at Vero beach during COVID that somebody oh, right. in Europe couldn't too. use. And yeah, I paid less than $200 and we had an ocean view. I mean, it was a steal, but it was a win-win. They were making a few bucks and I do like, you know, being able to pay cash from these companies. It's just, I like the flexibility of owning, you know, it's, it's tough. Like when you have a certain week and you can't find anything. Yeah. That's well, your the first thing. choice is this or second choice is this and you can't get it, but you can't change it at all. You can't modify right. it. Once you make that reservation, that's it. You're going it's that done. time. So if you are going to rent points and uh, there's any chance of things going sideways, I would definitely recommend uh, trip insurance. Like if you're booking direct through Disney and paying rack rate, I wouldn't do trip right. insurance because you can always cancel. Pretty much you're just going to be out flights if that's a problem. But if you're doing a, a DVC and you're dropping a couple grand on that and you're renting points, if you miss that trip, that money's gone. You're not getting it back. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely uh, say trip insurance would be a good way to go for that. We had Ken Cabot uh, commented. He has a, a nice long comment here. I want to put it in. It said, dropping in to share his congratulations, listening since the preview episode and haven't missed one since. We appreciate that. His favorites were the ones with the terrible delays. And <laughs> what you could only hear, that was definitely part of it early on. You could only hear one side of the conversation. Looking, uh, looking, what's for, uh, looking forward to what's to come. So, and he even signed it, Por Favor, Ken. Ken. Yeah, I mean, we played the old Anybody who was ever on the show, was their first name was Poor, their middle name was Favor, and their, <laughs> and last, their last name was, was their, their first, first name. name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Poor Favor Mike, Poor Favor Gary, Poor Favor Kath Atherin. I even played the uh, the old intro in there. I heard of that. Yeah, I noted that. Had to, had to sneak that in. Blast from the past. Now, speaking of things to come, Mike, did you want to... Uh, Make a little announcement here for all the people watching and listening at home. Well, isn't this like at the like our 500 show? Isn't this where we just hang up the spikes and just say it's been fun? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we made it to 500. We're like Mean Joe Green. We throw the jersey to the kid. I mean, take we, a we coke hit 350 yeah. with 40 bombs. Yeah, exactly. You walk out on top, right? You want to retire at the peak like John Elway, back to back Super Bowls, and just walk away from it all. 
I'm waiting for it's going to be Patreon only listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are all going to get billed for $25. You're not going to charge $250 a month, though, like other podcasts. Come on. No, probably just $15. Yeah, you can swing $15, can't you? <laughs> get a couple 8x11s autographed pictures of Gary and I. Yeah, exactly. So Go that's ahead, a no on the announcement? announcement. Is it... No, the, that is not the announcement. <laughs> so we're not as usual, as usual, Mike sidetracked himself making an announcement. So my ADD just said it. I just caught a glimpse of a fly ball. I was wondering if it was a home run. I got the World Series on. <laughs> so we're gonna start another podcast, aren't we? A second podcast for some unknown reason. <laughs> We are. Mike and I are going to have a second venture. Um, it's going to have its own feed. Maybe initially we'll throw a couple on this feed, but we'll probably have, we'll do a dedicated feed for it. And uh, it's going to be about something that we are both <laughs> obviously gearing a lot of the conversation towards. We're going to try to do more of a DVC focused podcast and uh, see how that goes. Look for that in early. 2024 did you want to say the name mike you want to hold that back as a tease we could say the name go ahead it's called addicted to dvc so that's going to be the the podcast coming out in in 2024 and we're hoping it's going to be guest heavy so mike and i will be doing it and we want to bring dvc addicts like us on to talk about i can't speak for you tony but you, you you'll jump on and help us out right I will jump on and help we want, you out. We, we want a West Coast presence. We, that's what yeah, we're absolutely. really lacking right now. So we. So want... you guys are going to give me a contract for the West Coast, so I can go and whenever I need to, right? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna buy. Yeah, we're we're, we're okay. definitely okay. gonna buy you one, maybe two contracts. I mean, I'll fly down myself, no problem. But oh, that's the, very we magnanimous. Had to, we had to get rid of the jet, though. We had to, during COVID. Yeah. We had to get. We had. To, our accountants were not happy with us, so we did end up getting rid of the jet. Well, as as you may or may not, we've got a lot of comments about where has Eugene been, and I think it's finally you know the uh, the gag order is up. He was embezzling hundreds of thousands of dollars from the show, uh, so we did have to get rid of him. We were in litigation for a while, but Eugene, that's finally been resolved. Uh, the settlements have come through, but yeah, that was a big hit for us. The jet, we had to sell the jet. It's a you know he was just our intern it IT guy. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he figured out. screwed us. He would it set like, up new studios, like put the computers and the phones in. Yeah, and we found out he was siphoning off the top, wasn't he? Yeah, he was doing that uh, office space thing where he's getting the half pennies and putting them into a little account and embezzling money. But anyway, we miss Eugene. I still love him, even after all that. I can't. Nah, he was a good guy. <laughs> he was. Even after all that. So, Phil, that was some breaking news, though, before. You said if the DVC, uh, the new poly building, is its own new association, you might just get out of DVC altogether? It's a consideration. I mean, we're obviously outgrowing the studios. We need the bigger rooms. Then that leaves me a choice. Do I sell that contract and buy in somewhere where I've got access to bigger rooms at the 11 month mark? Or as we've talked about on the show, do I just add that into the money I've already got stashed away for a Florida property and 
up the amount of space we can buy down there. It, it certainly would make it a conversation for us. Yeah, breaking news. Ken Kevis says Eugene is now co-hosting with Lou Mangiello. So, uh, you know, that is news. little Lou Mangiello from New Jersey. That is news. <laughs> little Lou. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I understand that that thought process because the studios, like you said, just aren't cutting it for you at the poly and your 11 month advantage is not useful for you at this point. Right. But again, you know, the flip side of that is if it stays in the same association, I'm going to go and give somebody a whole bunch more money to get myself up over 300. Yeah. No, I get so it. So, Phil, I can understand because that's why I got my resale contract. I had a tiny, well, tiny, I had a hundred point contract. I'm like, that's good. I'm fine. And then when I met Tori um, and she has a son, I went, okay, when we're coming back, I need a, we need a one bedroom. And all of a sudden, Okay, I'm gonna start looking at resale contracts. And that's why that's the exact reason why I got a resale contract. And then of course, as you are addicted to DVC, first, you know, Pop Century Room's okay, then a studio, Savannah View's okay. And then, you know, I'd really like to have my own bedroom and a full kitchen and <laughs> and I want time away from her son, right? So that's exactly what happened to Gary. Pop Century was okay. And he is a snob just like me and Angry New Phil Jr. I mean, he jumped on board so fast. I basically skipped the moderates altogether. Yeah, you did. I mean, I stayed there a couple times. And I was like, oh, the moderates are great for me. And then I just left them in the dust as well. You had the coffee on the balcony, and it was an awakening moment, wasn't it? That was it. Doesn't take much. Tony, tell, what, what, tell me about your contracts. Okay, so... I don't know if I like that that line of question. Um, so um, uh, tell that. Yeah, can yeah. you tell me about your portfolio? Yeah, no, no, yeah. Portfolio, I, hate, I hate when people call it a portfolio, but just personally, I think that's a little snobbish. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna, I didn't tell you this, but we're going to offer portfolio management uh, oh, consultations yes. too. So that's yeah, in the fifty dollar okay. a month Patreon too. Okay, yep. yeah. Super and you get everybody a, a nice embossed folder. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be your title, portfolio manager. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so I have a I, I actually got my DVC out of spite. We can discuss that on another show, uh, on a later later oh, episode. Oh, that could um, be a good episode number yeah, one. This is juicy. Yeah, yeah. What a tease! Don't tease that. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, just saying. Yeah, my ex-wife didn't ever want me to get one, and then I was with someone who, during a lull, I'm like, forget it. I'm doing this. I'm going to come back here by myself, and that's how I got. Anyways, but I used it. And um, then, um, uh, so I have 100 points at um, Animal Kingdom Lodge because I didn't know what I was doing. And that's what they said was for sale. I said, okay. And then um, never really used it at Animal, Animal Kingdom Lodge. And then I bought the resale at Animal Kingdom Lodge because Tori, my fiance, just loved having animals right outside the balcony. And since we're going... It's not like we're a local anymore. So flying in, I went, might as well get it at the same place. So all my points can be used at the same place. And I got a use here. One's March, one's April. Because it was the contract, the 200-point contract resale that I got about six months ago. Eight months ago. was um, That was close, and it was a good price. So I said, okay, I can, I can manage it when it's only a month different. So, yeah, they're both at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I don't know how people have it at eight different resorts with eight different <laughs> use. I like, I'm already, I was already stressed for mine with two months. I, I can't imagine 
having a portfolio. Again, why you need behind the uh, the addicted to DVC uh, portfolio management. Because mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, everyone Make always sure they're talks bonded about... and insured. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not happening. <laughs> everyone talks about having the same use here as being like super important, and I do understand fundamentally i can like say okay that makes sense you don't want it to you know slip through the cracks but if you have two contracts and like one different you know two different use years that doesn't seem that great like i'd rather have a different use year if it was the perfect contract like a loaded contract for a really good price resale it's like i'll make it work i mean that's a sacrifice if it's saving you x amount of money or it it just was the perfect fit for you at that time I can understand that. Now, if you end up, you know, cobbling together three, four different resale contracts into your portfolio, well, you probably don't want December, March, April, and August use years for all four different. That could be very <laughs> cumbersome. I'm get, but with two, I think it it seems like it wouldn't be too hard to manage. It's going to stay on top of you know, set those calendar reminders to bank your points by certain times, and and you should be good to go. But and for us, we after we went once during the summer. I'm I lived in Florida for a little bit, so I was okay. She's like, it is so hot. I never want to come back during the summer. <laughs> so I went, okay, well, we'll we'll be coming in February then. So like, it doesn't it it wasn't that big because it was only a month use year diff a month different. It didn't make a big deal to me, and um, so I was like, yeah, and it was good. It was one of those when they uh. The resale store had the like no bargaining. This was the the lowest price kind of thing. Oh yeah. It was, so I was like, okay, I'm good. Let's do it. Now, Gary, did you want to ask Tony what you what you're hoping that he can do for you, or did you want to wait until you got to know him better? <laughs> what was that? With, I don't it, even with his two Animal Kingdom contracts. Oh, oh t- the concierge level. That wouldn't be bad if you either if you that see or something... the value studio. Okay, I don't even so care about I the look, value studio. The concierge look, level, I'm willing I to look, swap some points for. Yeah, I looked into the concierge level, and my um, fiance is more fruit. As I'd rather you save the points, and I went, why don't we just use it all for her concierge? But since we're doing, if, when if we go back, just us two, I could see that definitely being on the horizon. But yeah. with the kid for the one bedroom, like no, he wouldn't appreciate it. Now, have you looked at the 11 month? Is it impossible? Like, do you have to get up at eight in the morning or five so in the morning I, your time? To... I, I did that for the last two trips just on my own because I was scared. So I don't know if it was necessary or not. Right. So I you just... were able to book concierge? Oh, no, not concierge. Just for okay. my Savannah view. No oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I, I've since looked back and of course it's gone. And I know that um, President's Week is kind of busy, and it's always right butts up to um, the marathon, so that could be an issue. But I know I just I did the middle of the night. I did that, so I do my uh, food reservations too, just in case, because I get nervous about that kind of stuff. But I didn't. I can't tell you whether concierge was available or okay or not. That seems like probably that that gets walked a lot because there's only what four or five studios concierge level i think i imagine those are getting walked for weeks if not longer just i just have to assume 
you know, because Phil, how long did you have to walk your your grand cow again? I walked it for six weeks. Did I have to walk it that far? No, but I was determined that we were going to get that trip in, and I wanted Grand yeah. Cal. I had saved and banked points for it, so I wasn't taking any chances. Now, correct me if I'm wrong on walking. If you happen to wake up a little late and you miss that modify, you're just done at that point, basically, right? It's a possibility, but the idea being that you're especially with the longer trips, if you're booking far enough out, you give yourself a little bit of a cushion on the back end that you hopefully won't lose that far day if you miss it. Oh, just right, because that seven-month window wouldn't be open for someone exactly their first day. I got Yeah, you. so I jumped in when I saw it was either five or six days, seven days. I can't remember how long we in were there. Row. The first yeah. chance I saw that I had a window that big I jumped in there and I think along the way I was watching it and there were actually a couple of days that I forgot about it and I jumped back in and it was no problem. But that's because most of the trips, especially at Grand Californian, are not going a whole week. They're in much smaller little spurts. They're two day, uh -huh. three day, four day trips. So as long as I was booking out seven, I had a little bit of a cushion on the backside that it didn't affect me. I gotcha. That's interesting. So the biggest key is to get the length of stay that you want and then just move it down the line as far as you can. Yeah, I mean, but you know me, I'm OCD. I was I was pretty nuts every morning about, <laughs> you know, it, unless work got in the way and I was 10 miles offshore, it, it yeah. typically wasn't a problem. I just know my luck that one day. It's like, boop, no longer available. All right, have a good day back at Saratoga Springs for me. <laughs> and you know me, I mean, I was adamantly against walking as a concept, but if you want that room over there, that's just the game you got to play. It's all there is to it. Yeah, it's tough. It, it, yeah, you have to do it. It's like the steroid era of baseball. If you wanted to, if you wanted to compete, you have to do it. You I can mean, be it against it, it, but you're at a disadvantage without it. The kids loved it. I mean, that they, they yeah. absolutely had a blast at that resort. They were super excited to go there. They're already asking when we can go back to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. They absolutely loved that trip. Yeah, Luke's I'm, over there nodding his head on screen. Yeah. I'm gonna be interested to see if that changes anything with the with the um, Disneyland villas. You don't think, Tony? It's going to be okay, tough so because those don't have resale where the Disneyland does, so there's going to be a lot more people fighting for that Grand Cal still. And then here's my, not local, but more local than you, but I have a, I'm a magic key holder. I hate that term. Um, <laughs> I like the insane annual pass, and I go every like six, six to eight weeks, right? And um, I used to live down there. And um, the problem is, you go to Disneyland that 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 that, that uh, the villas, as of right now, aren't a complete resort. Grand Californian, you could, as mm -hmm. Bill will probably attest to, you could stay the whole trip there and get everything you need, just yep. like. But the villas, you have to. I say off campus. You have to go off campus to do anything or get anything, in terms of the amount of restaurants they have, things like that. Right. Compared to all of the. DVC resorts in Florida where they're self-contained and as Mike would attest to you, that can be your trip. I'm just going to go to the resort where the villas, it's more like you're next to the other resorts. And so that's just my, I'm very down on the villas for that reason that they don't have a full, they don't have um, the full sit down restaurant. They don't have all the things you need. Like, Animal Kingdom Lodge, for example. Yeah, they they did just announce though that they're opening that mm -hmm. bar and stuff that has they'll have some food. 
But yeah. I mean, it's still. But, that's, but see, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, we opened a bar. Right. Okay, but <laughs> I'm paying. How much am I paying? Not for my contract. For my hypothetical contract, when if I was at Beach Club, I would have all those restaurants and walking distance to other restaurants. I know the Disneyland villas, they're going to say, well, you have downtown Disney. And once all those new restaurants open and you have grand Californian, but if you compare the two, the grand Californian it, is a full resort. It's very surprising to me that they didn't reopen steakhouse 55. Don't, yeah. It just they did with that. Yeah, they did. in. uh, I'm still angry. They did it in, uh, in a Disney world. Yeah, it's, it's oh, yeah, Steakhouse 71. 71. I'm so, that's that's on my to-do list when I go back in February because I missed Steakhouse 55. <laughs> and then they're going to reopen it as a bar. Sorry, now you're getting me on my soapbox. Um, <laughs> they um they're going to reopen it as a as a lounge. Mm. I, I don't understand. So I'm paying how much if I'm paying rack rate, and I don't have a. I had a steakhouse, but now I have nothing. Yeah, I don't understand it. Do you know why they closed it? I'm just thinking it was staff. I mean, remember it, the resort was closed for almost a like year. Ten years, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's California, be California. Had you so, have you had you eaten there? Oh yeah. Is it, it solid? Like, oh, it's, it's Steakhouse Seventy One is Steakhouse Fifty Five. That's why I'm bitter. No, but I think Steakhouse Fifty Five was, was a higher more. end. It was higher end, yeah. It was higher end, but what was great about it is you could get in no problem. It was almost like nobody knew about it. You could eat breakfast there. Nice. Like every, it was. Yeah, the menu looked amazing. And I, I, I always said, next time I go out there, I'm going to, I got to hit this place. I'm so disappointed that they closed it. Yeah, I went, mo- I, that was one of my go-tos. And the thing was, you would get a discount with your pass. So you'd get that 20% of a steakhouse where my whole thing is if I'm going to Ruth's Chris and paying, like Phil was saying, like, you know, four or 500 bucks there, I might only pay 300, but I'd be such a, the same high quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still I think angry the, about. the only thing I could think of, and it's total speculation, is that just the clientele is so different at Disneyland that the people don't don't care about the food like we do at Disney World because like people, we're more leisure and, and they're just more. You're on vacation there, and you're stuck there, and not in a bad way, but like when you go there, you're there. For however long your trip is, I would say what ninety percent of people that stay at a Disney hotel probably don't leave property the whole time they're on vacation there. Well, it's much more of a quick serve centric park as well. I mean, their quick serve is every bit as good as a lot of the sit downs at Walt Disney mm-hmm. World. Plus, it, you know, it's it's weird going over there. It it's this duality of people have no problem walking across harbor to go to the the drugstore but god forbid you've got to walk all the way over to the disneyland hotel from the grand Californian to get a steak it, it's a it's just a weird different feel there you're right you're right that's that's yeah you're right um i had a my ex-brother-in-law i guess <laughs> he used to be custodial and he said the amount at disneyland and he said the amount of mcdonald's wrappers that were in those trash cans every morning was like that's all you saw because you can walk across the street to a mcdonald's there no big no big deal or a panera or whatever so it is it's such a different um that story wasn't really a good one sorry um i was like it kind of made sense but anyways but the point is that every you can always go across the street yeah and and i think what phil said was 
as someone who goes all the time, exactly right. Because I was looking at um, when Mike's like, oh, what are, what are your go-to restaurants there or whatever? And I said, you know what? The sit down at Disneyland isn't as good as the sit down at, um, at Disney World, but the quick service is better. Yeah. It's at, all the quick services are, are good and kind of rewiring my brain from Disney World where it's all about sit down and okay, I'm gonna go to La Cellier, I'm gonna go to Steakhouse 71. Now I'm back and it's, oh, I don't wanna make a reservation. I'll just eat at five different counter service places and snack throughout the day. Yeah, Bengal barbecue. Yes. Yes. When we were planning Disneyland, you know, I'm looking at, you know, I'm so used to being in the Walt Disney World mode where you're planning your dining reservations. Mm -hmm. And my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, their family live 30 minutes from the park. They're magic key holders. They're there all the time. And she kept saying, you don't have to do it that way here. The quick serves that good. And I just couldn't process it. (laughs) Having now gone to Disneyland and had their quick serve. If we had half as good of the quick serve they have at Disneyland at Walt Disney World, we wouldn't need the sit down restaurants like we do. Their their quick serve, if you haven't been there, is infinitely better than what you get in Florida. It's not even a contest. Yeah. And I would say that their sit down is much worse. There's Agreed. like the high end, but then there's nothing really. Everything else, it's not really worth it. Yeah, we had a couple of good sit down meals, but yeah. You know, their quick serve is just where it was at and we were not disappointed at any point it's not the same crappy hamburgers and hot dogs and chicken fingers it's that good yeah no i've definitely that seems to be the uh the mo at disneyland is that you know quick serve is the way to go which that's going to be a culture shock for you mike when you're out there because you're all about those sit downs yeah and like having the time there's just not the quantity of them and apparently the quality either. They're just not, that's not what they well, focus on. They're focusing on I, the quick serve and that's okay, but it's just very different, like you said. And I always, um, and as someone who, when I came back out here from, I used to travel for work. So I went to Florida with this no state income tax and, um, and being close to um, Disney World. So I was in Orlando and um, I got used to sit down, sit down, sit down. And then when I came back out here, it was a culture shock for me it took like about two or three trips before I finally started giving in to Tori and going, okay, you're right. We don't need to make reservations. We won't eat. We'll eat at Bingo Barbecue. We'll eat at this snack place. Well, because it's, it is, it's a different mentality. And because there's limited, I still check because we're going down in December and I've been checking for, okay, are there any reservations and there's not a lot available, but part of that is because there's not as many. That's what I was going to say. I don't think their sit downs are that mm-hmm. much worse than Walt Disney World. You just no. don't have the the plethora of options that you yeah. have in Florida. Because they have all, and um, I, I was looking for the new Great Maple that's opening in Pixar Pier. See if I could try that early, and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's still not. The uh, reservations aren't available yet. But I'm interested. Fingers in crossed. Yeah. Yes. Keep trying. Michael, is there anything else that you want to talk about this evening? We're getting over that magic one hour mark where we can uh, probably stop the uh, recording. We can stay on on live if you want, but we can. Yeah, I just real quick. We're going to talk quickly about Disneyland restaurants. Mm-hmm. And what's Tony? What's what? What do we have opening up? On what's on okay. the horizon? Okay, so no pressure, <laughs> but um, I, just so you know, I, I some extreme pressure when okay, I got to find something. But um, the new Palm Breeze Bar is opening at the DVC Villas. 
at Disneyland Hotel. It's going to open on November 2nd. So I'm hoping in December I can get there. I don't know if I have to show any special proof that I'm a DVC member. But um, their menu, and I think I've got to go back to the other screen and see who's – okay, Zach was saying – that act, that menu, it just dropped, and it looked mm -hmm. really good. Mm -hmm. um, and let me show you where those are. Sorry. I, I did think that while you're looking it up, I did think they said that you don't have to be staying there. You can just walk over there. Okay, good. Thank you for reading yeah. completely because I did not. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Where's okay, there it is. Um, you got – oh, and you're going to make me do Spanish. Cocktail de mariscos, fresh market fish, gulf shrimp, snow crab, claw, and avocado share, shareables, uh, ahi, tuna, tataki, avocado, and lime hummus dip. With crudite veggie vegetables, espalette. Don't know what that is. And crispy pita. I know I'm not cultured enough to know what that is. Uh, cheese fry poutine. This made me want to go. Demi glace, cheese sauce. As soon as you say cheese, um, chive sour cream and pimento. Cocktail chicken wings with a bar bourbon barbecue glaze, chili aioli. Uh, there's two salads: a beet salad and a Southwest salad. Like if I just skip over those uh, sandwiches. Jumbo lump crab roll, palm breeze burger with sun-dried tomato and basil pesto, arugula, served with french fries. I'm going as fast as I can. Spicy crisp chicken sandwich, zesty slaw, spicy aioli, bread and butter pickles served with french fries, artisan personal pizzas, a charcuterie pizza. Isn't all pizza technically got charcuterie on it? Anyways, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, uh, artisan cured well, no, I'm not going to do the Italian with all these guys, with all you guys. Mozzarella. Yeah, thank <laughs> do you. It. Yes, okay. It's prosciutto, but they spell okay. Uh, pepperoni, sausage, and sun-dried tomato. Four, G's, four cheese California pizza with mozzarella, cheddar, and jet cheeses with chev. Uh, marinated tomato and fresh basil. Garden pizza. There's a kid's menu. We don't, Mike refuses to let us talk about the kid's menu. We shouldn't be there. <laughs> Desserts, beignets filled with chocolate, passion fruit, mixed berry, chocolate chip cookie sandwich with chocolate chip cookies and vanilla ice cream, chocolate cake, hot fudge with cream and silver almonds. And there's a bunch of different cocktails. This place which... sounds legit. Okay, so but that also proves what, what Phil was saying about that's a counter like it's, a, yeah. it's not really a sit down, but look at that menu for a non-sit down restaurant. If that were Walt Disney World, I could right now tell you the six items that would be on the menu, just across the board. No surprises there. Yeah, they'd get rid of all the unique stuff. <laughs> and I think it's because there's so many return visitors. Like, that's got to be the reason. Yeah. Because so many people come back and then, or, or come whenever their pass is available after work. And um, just, like, I'm going to go, I would go there. I would take that walk despite how far <laughs> it is to, to go there. And then Great Maple is another restaurant that's opening um, in the Pixar Pier Hotel. Yeah, because they just showed is, some of those uh, renovations just got finished up, right? Yeah, and these are supposed yeah. to, this is supposed to open in November, and I've been checking, um, I've been checking reservations on the app. It says to check the app, and it's, it's not there. And for those that are not West Coasters, um, it's i didn't mean that disparagingly that's a horrible <laughs> way to say it because i know what people think about people in the west coast 
And then of course I throw that in there, just say it just like that. But uh, Great Maple is a restaurant in Newport Beach and Pasadena and San Diego. So I will say I'm a little disappointed that we're just gonna throw it out to some other company and put it in the hotel, but that's just my own, like everything Disney to be Disney, even though they probably will do a good job. They have an all day menu, so you can basically get brunch and stuff all day. I, I don't want to list everything unless you ask me to, but um, one of their, they have pancakes, fried chicken and donuts, chilaquiles. I'm excited to try that. Smoked bacon scramble, modern American breakfast. It's a huge menu. Then they also have New York steak, lemon shrimp pasta, grilled chicken bowl, maple pecan, crusted salmon, turkey bolognese, um, chef's market fish. That was well done. Great. Yeah, Thank, that you. Was pretty... Thank you. Thank you. Um, I did take one acting class in college, so that's where I was, you know. <laughs> and you we so you're acting on, like you're Italian. Yeah. Yeah, we, we focused on our one. That was our whole, my whole my whole unit was just on seeing food. How is it? How is the Tony not Italian? I'm not, but I got an Italian that's crazy. name. I know. I spent my whole life with everybody going Tony. Hey Tony. Hospital. Yeah. So yeah. I just let it go. That's okay. Um. So that sounds like there's a couple new sit down ish places okay, so coming great maple is sit down that's good and somehow the villas didn't get a sit down but pixar pier got a sit down and stake up 55 in the disneyland hotel cool. isn't a sit down yeah but great maple is and if i can try it i will let you guys know what i find out if we can. now i want to know in, in december one last thing before we wrap it up since phil and luke are the most recent visitors to Disneyland, especially East Coast, like the, those East Coast guys moving over to the West Coast. What did you guys, what, like, what would you advise Mike to try when he goes out there? Go ahead. Go ahead. Luke. Luke. Did you tell, you me, tell me your favorite, your favorite restaurant was? Um, I was thinking Dubai was really good. I just liked the nice, calm, low key, white by pirates. I had really good memories with that restaurant. We went out with my grandparents. And it was the last night there. I sat with my cousins, and I think I had spaghetti and meatballs, if my memory serves. That was really good. I heard it, that place is solid. Was like, it really is. It's, it's good, huh? Yeah. And that's one of those sit downs that's very sought after. I know, like, people want to go there because it's in the Pirates ride. So that's like, I feel like that's something you got to try to do, Mike, because you're going to be doing it. Yeah, the no part. doubt. Yep. It's and a cool vibe. Do they have jambalaya because it's yep. New Orleans themed, right? Yeah. Jambalaya. They, the fillet there was excellent. It was a really good fillet, but it's just kind of cool to sit there and watch the pirates ride. And plus, you get to know you're sitting right downstairs from the people with a lot of money at Club Thirty Three. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a different tax bracket. Is it a difficult uh, reservation? No, I think I scored a table for five and a table for six with no problem whatsoever. I mean, especially if you're just. You know, going with your wife at table for two. I, I think as long as you're at the reservation date, which correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, isn't it 30 days there? Because I remember I, 60. It's 60. Okay. Is it 60? 60 yeah. Did you go midweek? Yes, we did. So that's the one thing is everything's crazy different on the weekends because everybody like me that lives anywhere within a one hour plane flight descends. And so when I can't find reservations because it's the weekend because everybody's going versus the Grand Cal for a week midweek when 
yeah. enjoy yourself. So try to get that reservation in the middle of the week, Mike. Okay. Plus, January is a pretty slow time for Disneyland. I know. So that should be good. Any Anything else you want to ask, Mike, while you have all these uh, West Coast experts on here? This um, is probably the most like Disneyland experience we've ever had on the show because Zach's yeah, been out there a few times and yeah, we ne- we don't talk Disneyland. Well, we don't have a lot of experience with it. Napa Rose, have you been there? Real quick, because we close out. It's good. Like that's it's gr- like it's great. It's, okay, it's great. It's every it's expensive and it's worth the price, and it's on its own. You know what's good when they don't accept any kind of discount. <laughs> Like out here, um, you get discounts for everything with a magic key, um, more so than you did at Disney World. And here, they'll ask you, "Do you have a pass? Do you have a, you have a magic key? Are you magic key?" There's the that's the one place where they won't give it to you, and that tells you it's good. <laughs> it's great, and they all if you can never do a chef's counter, that's amazing. But it would yep. it's worth every. It's the best restaurant in. I, yeah, I, right, right. Possibly Club 33. It's by far the best restaurant. Now, you've never gotten in there, have you? Where? Club 33? Yeah. I, I may have had an opportunity to be in there before. I don't have that opportunity anymore, but at <laughs> one point. So, okay, back in the day, you used to be able to get it for silent auctions. Like, the, they would let you, people would who would have it would allow people to get in. And my ex-father-in-law got it for a silent auction once, but they, I've apparently they put the kibosh on that, but it used to be a thing at like the local Catholic school or whatever, when it was like fundraiser day, that would always show up. And when you lived mm. in SoCal. And so I got in that That's way, sweet. but they, I've apparently they've stopped doing that. Which <laughs> They don't like me. that. They didn't like people like okay. you showing up. No, they didn't. They can't have yeah. the unwashed masses sully. No, exactly. There. The deplorables cannot show up. And that's one of those places that like make you sign a contract when you go into. Like you can't take pictures in there. They don't want you talking about it. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I now regret that I didn't like appreciate it more now. Yeah, yeah. I I have gotten to go in. So you can can you talk about it on an upcoming podcast? Not enough. It's so long ago. Like, I don't remember. It was great food and it was fancy. That's all I like. And that was pre social. Was that pre social media? Yeah. Those early days. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't like, I like, I hate to say I don't, you know, everybody who's listening hate me, but I don't remember enough to talk about it because I, yeah. I wasn't like taking notes. I wasn't everything and i'm going to share the story you know online or whatever it was just the experience and you go and it was more of the i got to go in that's exciting and then you went in and it mike was... how much would you pay for an opportunity to shop in the club 33 gift shop probably quite a bit how sweet would it be to have like whatever they the i don't polo. even know if they have yeah. t-shirts but oh no, they do they have like polos. some bringbacks yeah, yeah. I know they have, like, I don't know how big it is. Like, obviously, you can't even see pictures of it, but you see people wearing, like, Club 33 stuff. So, like, okay. <laughs> there is, it's like a little closet almost. Okay. And it was like, if I remember, okay, now I'm, I'm trying to 
remember. Maybe we'll go through some hypnosis. Is it kind of like when you go to a restaurant and they have like a Twin Oaks shirt and hat that you can buy? Or yes, like a, yes. Like a, yes. a coffee cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah, totally see like it that. now, yeah. And then they go back and get it for you. Now that I'm remembering, I, at one point I had a polo. Of course, that's gone. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and I was probably a different size back then. But they had a polo. They had like a dry fit Nike hat. They had like cups and that you would just tell them what you wanted. And then they would go back and bring it out to you. And yeah. I remember one of the, now I'm remembering, I'm slowly, slowly coming back to me. It's all coming I back. I promise I'm not making, yeah, I'm not making this up. Um, uh, that they were out of one of the things I wanted. I do remember that. And to make it even worse, you're gonna never let me talk on the show again. I had a Club 33 hat that someone else gave me. And back in my travel days, I left it at an airport. Oh, that's, oh, that's I bad. Back, I went back to the airport and tried to like went to Lost and Found. Like, it's my freaking Club Thirty Three hat. So some loser is walking around with a Club Thirty Three hat, <laughs> and had no connection. But I lost that. Day. Probably a custodian just threw it in the garbage. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't have no idea what it means. You could have put it on eBay for like two hundred bucks. Yeah. How big of a flex is it just to be sporting your Nike dry fit club 33 quarter zip waiting in line at Pirates of the Caribbean? You're balling like, right there, aren't you? It's like when you once in a while catch a glimpse of someone with the club 33 magic band. You're like, oh, you son of a gun. You see that? I, I don't know. I think I'd spend more money in the club 33 gift shop than I would at the Augusta National gift shop. But is that next on our list, Pards? Yeah, yeah good 33 luck. membership on the wife with tomorrow? <laughs> i think I even if i had the income board. it's like a 25 year waiting list isn't it something stupid i don't think it in orlando it is they have oh i thought it was a long waiting list for it but i is have orlando idea. bad i, I, I haven't i haven't inquired i don't even have it's enough money long. to ask the question <laughs> yeah. you just see my caller id and just write to voicemail yeah <laughs> the 2500 dollar you know, inquiry but they'll still check to see if you want to buy a golden oak. Eleven point four million. That was the one I wanted. Interest rates are a little high. I'm waiting for them to come back down before I make that. That will be good. Right, at two yeah. percent. I'm a player, but not at six and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us for this 500th episode. We do appreciate, it. especially Mike Schaefer. He made a big impact on this week's episode, so thank him. For coming on at the beginning and, and making his mark on the podcast we'll have to have him on again soon in the uh in a better audio situation but he probably Tony, said the most intelligent things we heard tonight yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good it was probably point. very riveting and we just couldn't listen we <laughs> yeah. couldn't hear it very good point but zach good to have you back haven't talked to you in a while yeah. phil a pleasure as always good to see you brought voice. the uh the smarter member of your family with you this week luke and we appreciate yeah, you coming on and and uh hanging out with us for an hour or so. Tony, we'll have you back again soon. We appreciate you coming on. That's going to do it for episode number 500. Mike, do you want to plug uh, the YouTube page? we got people probably watching on the YouTube page right now. But what do we got coming up on YouTube.com slash at WDWBTG? We've got another, we've got another walk. Another A walk. 4K we walk like from Saratoga back over to... Okay, West. You have to walk back. So you could watch them back to back and get like you a could walk them back breakdown. to back. Yep. Yeah. But this time I'm walking the golf course and guys are trying to hit into me. <laughs> you got lost a little bit. Yeah, I got turned around. You could like piece your day together like CSI. You could be like David Caruso, CSI Miami. You see you like starting here, 
you eat at artist palette, you go back, you walk through the golf course, and you can trace your steps the whole way that day. That's true. All through uh, all through the YouTube page. So go to youtube.com slash at WDWBTG. All of our social medias are at WDWBTG, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our Facebook group, the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family. Our website, WDWBTG.com. You can email us, info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Thanks so much, everyone out there listening. 500 episodes. It's insane that we made it this far. I question my own sanity on a daily basis. But either way, we're going to keep going strong. Another 500 coming at you. So uh, we're going to keep chugging along. And like Mike said, we're going to, for some reason, add a second podcast to our to our resume here in uh, in the new year portfolio stay tuned to our portfolio portfolio. as well so for my co-host mike for zach for new phil jr tony and luke and mike schaefer thank you so much for joining us on the 500th episode of the wdw beyond the gates podcast and we'll talk to you again next week now it's time to say goodbye to all our company M-I-C See you real soon K-E-Y Why? Because we like you M-I-C